on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. I wasn't expecting to be hentied all over. Yeah, yeah. The party is ambushed by an aquatic adversary. Holy crap, Cahoon! And puts up a desperate fight. Just shoot it! I don't Just have- shoot it! Their story continues. But mayonnaise indeed. <laughs> <laughs> now. Boy, it is hot. It is hot out this this week. It's not exceptionally hot. It's just muggy. That's yeah. basically the same thing. It might as well be. It is spicy, and I am not prepared for it. Never am. Never are. It's like swimming through the air. Sweating through the air. Swimming. Swimming. Okay, yeah. I could jump off your balcony and land safely on the ground. Uh, no, you couldn't. I don't know if I want to. I think I could. I don't know if I want to test this theory. I will hey, have to test I'll it. I'll bet I you a hospital visit. <laughs> <laughs> have any of you actually dealt with non-humid heat before? It's yes, wonderful. Yeah. it's wonderful. It is the best. No, like you can feel your skin drying yeah. as the wind yeah. blows across it. Like you can feel it. I've drying, been... not being wet. Yeah, like I've been in before when it was like, over 100 degrees and like once it gets over a certain point it's hot but like it was like 82 and i was like ah nice cool day well i mean put on a hoodie. i'm about to go to so there you go ah get out of I'm this i'm gonna nasty. beat that in post i'm about to go to <laughs> <laughs> hey it's a, i'm excited about my conference but all of our slavering fans uh, fans ruin everything I'm talking about you, Come fans. on, y'all are going to be the ones with the fans. fans. Get out of here. Are you even listening? What do we have? This is people listen to this show? Welcome to the Third Gallon Podcast, where we hate our fans. Yeah, Welcome to the Third Gallon Podcast. Now get out. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> this no, is please don't basically go away. welcome to Attitude City. Population, screw you. <laughs> Population, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh. like, I don't like people. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I can't wait to open up the official Third Gallon OnlyFans. Fans aren't people, they're from the internet. We open up the Third Gallon OnlyFans and just post pictures of the word no. No, 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 no. Middle fingers. Suggestively draped mayonnaise. Oh, oh yes. no, 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 oh, no, 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 a lewd no. mayo jar, like, oh, toweling beautiful. off after a hot shower. Uh, the please label, though. The label for the mayonnaise jars hanging off the top of a locker door. <laughs> I already hate mayonnaise so much. Please don't make it worse. Just put a little sheen on the back of the mayo jar. It looks like a butt. I no. will sexualize anything. <laughs> butt mayonnaise is already so terrible. Butt mayonnaise indeed. And extra garlic episode over. We win. Maybe I should just right. close my mouth. I'm well, done. That's it. I think that's it for this episode of the third gallon podcast. <laughs> uh, we've peaked. There's we... nothing else we could possibly make that's better than that. No. All right. Uh, speaking of nothing else that's possibly better than that, how about sneak attacks? Am I right? Oh, I yes. loved mine. Ah, oh, sneak attacks. Specifically, the GM sneak attack. No, I don't like yours. Okay. Oh yeah. No. No. I'm. <laughs> I'm not. Mine a fan. was cool. All right. Well, I think it's time to get started in today's episode. So I'm going to read what I always read whenever we get going. For 300 years, the blood mist prevented all in Ravenland from straying far from the comfort of their hearths. Now the mist is gone. Brave souls and cunning scoundrels now wander the cursed world, sealed away behind the iron lock to find their fortune in the Forbidden Lands. I um, I know that it's R-A-V-E-N, Raven, like the bird. However, I cannot help but think R-A-V-I-N apostrophe. He was in here raving the last the other night. <laughs> Slow down, like lunatics. Now that we're done raving, back to Ravenland. When we last left you guys, you had uh, started exploring the castle, Weatherstone, that you had heard about first at your excursion in the outpost of Boulder Post. You heard that that someone uh, leading a group of treasure hunters was looking for a castle. You happened upon one of those treasure hunters on your way to follow them by the name of Rolk, who was drunk. Are you drunk? (laughs) 
you found him very drunk and started getting some information from him. More so once he sobered up. He eventually joined your party and told you that uh, one Eskar Farthing was leading a group of adventure, uh, adventurers and treasure hunters to a castle called Weatherstone. You recalled a legend about this castle, and you have come to see if you can get what you can treasure-wise from this castle, hoping that uh, Eskar and his uh, troop will be dead. <laughs> because <laughs> we really did. It's hard, yo. We wanted them to be dead. We wanted them to have killed most of the monsters, if not all of them, and then just bled out. Yeah. However, it, uh... Does it seem like we're that lucky? Right off the bat, it seems as though that is not the case. We were trying to get this done the easy way. At the very least, if they are dead, monsters are still here, too. So, uh, gotta deal with that. Uh, You also encountered the bard, Dalb, who you shared a meal with. Yeah. love Dalb. He was great. And he has shared uh, his experience with Mr. Farthing and you have now begun to set out to explore the castle. And when we left the last episode, Cahoon, I believe, was targeted by a sneak attack. Let's get back into that, shall we? And I can't roll to dodge in a sneak attack, right? No, this is a sneak attack. Let me get my dice ready. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been fun. I miss you, Cahoon. Not my son. Time to die. You're Not the best my boy. son. <laughs> All right, so Cahoon, you guys have made a like makeshift bridge that you are now crossing over, and Cahoon is leading the way, and a large like tentacle pokes out of this like gross algae covered like water, and it goes to strike at you. And I have two successes now. Can you dodge a sneak attack? Let's I look have at no the idea. Because you have that wonderful ability. Yeah. Let me look at uh, fast footwork. For the audience at home, if you'll flip your books to page 90. Uh, Turn in your manuals to page 90. A special kind of sneak attack is an ambush. You lie in wait for your enemy and attack when he passes. When you ambush someone, you roll sneak as described above. I got it. Uh, sorry to cut you off. (laughs) Fuck you. If you look at the bottom paragraph (laughs) of sneak attack above ambush, if you succeed... You get a free action, slower, fast, but not both, before you draw the initiative. Your target cannot dodge or parry a sneak attack. So, I have an important question. Do you have any armor? Uh-oh. Yes. How much armor do you have? I have leather armor, I believe. Okay. It is rating two. All right, so go ahead and roll your leather armor. See if you can block any of it. I don't know how to do that. It's 2d6. Uh, yeah. You roll your your armor has like a, a value. I think leather armor is two. You roll that, and every six you get, or what's it called, success, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, discounts that many damage. At least you didn't get a bane. Yeah. If you take damage and you get bane, your armor is damaged by that much bane. Yeah. So you do take damage. Let me get that figured up for you real quick. It actually doesn't say. I'm going to assume it's damage one, and I rolled two successes, so it'll be two points of damage to your strength. But more importantly, when this tentacle hits you, it pummels you, but then you are also grabbed around the legs. What is this, Pathfinder? You are grappled, and it pulls you into the filthy, disgusting moat. No! Uh, All of you, or the other two of you, can see this happen uh, in addition to Rolk, so it's now time to draw initiative cards. Holy crap! Cahoon! <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Into no. the thick of it. Cahoon, no! Fight! Can, can I shoot that? So, I hurt. You mean... <laughs> Rock gets a seven, and the tentacle thing gets Rock a ten. with us. Yep. Oh, my favorite not currently drunk man. <laughs> And he has stuff. So who goes first? Who has the lowest uh, initiative card? I have four. I have six. Not me. I have a, is that a six or a nine? Uh, look at your card. You'll see both action or no actions used is how you hold it. Then it's a nine. Okay. Thank you. All right. I do believe I go first. You can also trade spots. Cahoon, would you like a four to try and get out? Okay. Real quick though. Like how far is Cahoon from us? He, he's been grabbed. But has he been pulled yet? Or has uh, it just he's wrapped been pulled around into the me? water? 
so he is not within arm's length. Uh, no, he would be the next one up, which I think is near. Let's go to the combat page. And you also have some other questions. Oh, yeah, combat page would be very nice. Yeah, that would be useful. Thanks. All right, get rid of this. Actually, no, I'll keep this for the thing. It says ogre, but ignore it. It's all ogre now. It's all uh, ogre now. What is this? Is this creature, like, there's a tentacle, but can we see the rest of the creature? Uh, it's hard to tell. So basically what you guys see is, like, you can't really, when you look in the water, it's, like, moving, and you can't tell how much of that is, like, from the splash and from other stuff falling in or just, like, something writhing underneath the surface. What you can see, though, is very clearly the tentacle holding Cahoon. And Cahoon is under the water right now. Yes. Oh, yeah, Cahoon, you want to swap? Sure. I'd offer, but mine isn't very good. <laughs> okay. So, thing that I want to do. I want to see if I can Escape. warble my way out of there. Would that be move? I think it's melee. There's a, a list of actions in combat. And what you want to do is break free. And I think that skill associated with that is melee. Okay. Then I'm going to also make this guy my prey. Okay. I'm going to use two willpower so that I get the plus two. And I'm going to add the two modifier to that. Oh. And I got one success. Oh. All right. So you got a success? Yes. All right. You are able to break free <gasps> of the creature's grasp, but you are now in the water with it. Uh, you can move to the shore. Is breaking free a slow action? Breaking free is a slow action, yes. All right. Um, I don't think there's any rule that says swimming would be make you slower. I think you could still move slash swim. And should I do, like, roll move to dodge? Uh Oh, to, like, not... Well, that's only whenever the train you're in is difficult. I guess so. Make a move roll then. I'll okay. call it. It is spot. water. Murky, yucky water. Yeah. Uh, All right. So oof. that's no success is one bane. Do you want to push it? Yes. All right. That's kind of important. Uh. All right. Oof. All right. So you take one point of damage to your agility, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't know the rules for this in water off the top of my head. I know the drowning rules fairly well. Uh, which we'll get to momentarily. Uh, would fast footwork do anything with that? Uh, can you read that for me? I only have rank one, so this would be I can dodge for free once every round in a combat, and the extra dodge doesn't count towards my actions in the round. Okay. I was actually looking up grapple, and I hate to mention this, but it's supposed to be an opposed melee check to break free. Okay. Uh... So you both roll grapple. Well, and we were already like two rolls past that, so I'm so, just going to roll slide. Cool. Uh, plus, there was a bane and damage in one of them, so, you know. And off the chest piece. That's right. Right. In our advantage. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Isn't it great when it's on our side? Uh, mm -hmm. So you said look up swimming rules? Uh, 113. That's drowning. If you end up in water, you need to make an endurance roll every turn to stay afloat. If you wear metal armor, you need to roll every round. If you sink, you need to make an endurance roll every round to hold your breath. If you fail, you start to drown and suffer one point of damage to strength every round until someone saves you. If you are broken when drowning, you die after D6 minutes. Oh, dear. So, Interesting. Uh, swimming is actually more of an endurance check than a strength or melee. Yeah, and it says every turn. I'm just going to double check something real quick. A turn is 15 minutes. Yeah, it's not combat rounds. Not the same thing. Okay. Right. That's, uh, I know there's a difference there, but that's right. Oh, that's for if you're swimming, like, not in combat. Right. Uh, I imagine it would still be almost the same for in combat, but every round? It doesn't okay. specify. I'll say you're still able to, to, move, to break free, but you can't move towards the shore. Go ahead and make me an endurance uh, check. I did. Okay. And I did not get any veins oh. or any successes. Oh, man. Your strength Oof. is so low now. My strength is two out of four. Ooh, oh, so you dear. don't want to push that. All right, so no. you begin. I could push it. It's up don't. to you. If you get broken, you'll go unconscious in the water. In the water. All right. I will hold then. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, so who's next? You traded places. What did you get? I have a six. Would I get to attack at all? Uh, uh, you're slow. You're, one of your actions was to break out. Okay. Yeah, and then the other one was moving, so. 
Um, so who's next? Uh, you went with a four card, right? Yes. Um, so who has the next lowest? I have six. And you have a nine, right? I have nine. It is your turn. <sighs> How close to shore is my wolf son? Your wolf son. <laughs> Let's say uh, he's probably like six, between ten and six feet. I'm going to regret this. Dreamin's, you know... Dreamman's a very accepting individual, which is why, even though it threw him for a loop to be, you know, adopted by this wolf child, <laughs> uh, he just kind of rolled with it. Because he's a guy who rolls with things. Uh, he's been alive for a pretty long time, but uh, he's become quite fond of Cahoon. So, uh, Cahoon, hold on! And he will jump into the water. Okay. There's nothing to grab! And uh, I am going to jump in, and he's close enough that I think I can move close to him. Okay. Um... And I am going to give me one second. I am going to cast a spell. (laughs) (laughs) Cahoon, don't breathe until you're out of the water. All right, so this is an audio, but also a visual gag. Drow just put, like, what did he have? Like, water? Espresso. Espresso. Put coffee in their mouth, gargled it, and it's like, That was top tier. Top tier. All right. So Dreamman is going to spend his only willpower point to cast Healing Hands as he's swimming in the water on Cahoon. Okay. Um, What this does is you can heal damage to strength or agility by laying your hands on the wounded. You immediately heal a number of points equal to the power level. This spell does not affect critical injuries. You cannot heal yourself. Now, we haven't cast spells on the actual podcast yet, so let's go over that. You can use willpower if you're a spellcaster to cast spells. Every willpower you spend is what your power level is. Every willpower that you spend, you also roll a d6, and every success uh, gives another bump up to your power level. Right. As a half-elf, I have the the, uh, talent psychic power, which means if I spend one willpower point... I get an extra one. Or if I spend any willpower points, I get one added to that. So I'm spending one, but I am getting two from it. And then you roll the number of willpower you spent in D6s, and every six you get increases the power level. That's right. So but you if would I get be like two, and then if any sixes would bump it up. Yep. But if I get Bane, well, bad things yeah. happen. Bad things happen. Of course. Really uh, bad things. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. All right, well, no right. success. I mean, no banes, but no uh, successes. And also, you cannot push a spellcast roll. Right. Uh, so, Cahoon, you are healed for two strength. Oh, thank God. I'm at full now. Oh. All right. And well, then for now. Dreamin will, will, we won't glub. He's not under the water. We need to get out of here now. Right. Rope. Does anyone have rope? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um... So you you moved. In, we're gonna call the, your fast action moving into the water. Yeah. Um. And then your slow action was casting the spell. Yep. Um. You need to now make an endurance check. It's not rounds because of armor, but it'll be for the turn. Oh, did you look up? Did you find out? Well, it's you have to do it for the turn. And okay. The the way that this encounter is specifically written has you making the check. All right. I will do endurance then. Luckily, I have pretty good endurance. All right. Hey, success. Nice. Yes. Awesome. All right. So that is that. It is now Rock's turn. <laughs> and Rock is like, holy shit. Just shoot. Just shoot it. I don't Just have- shoot it. <laughs> I, 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 all I got is the sword. Find a branch and lower it. Do you have any rope? <laughs> Let me check my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have tools and D6 copper. <laughs> I'm I'm with them. Just shoot. With what? Throw your sword at it. No, that wouldn't be no, smart. That's a terrible idea. Well um, uh, Rock is just gonna go pick up a rock. Um I love him. Rock, 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 rock. He's gonna rock, pick rock, up a rock. rock and he's gonna just chuck it at the thing. Rolk, the rock. I'll just do a uh, 
<laughs> An agility the rock, roll. No last name. Broke the rock chunker. Chong. Oh, nah, no. oh push it. Uh, I'm sorry. How, what kind of gear bonus would he get from rock? None. <laughs> hey, a rock is an important piece of gear. <laughs> Rogue the rock. All right. So uh, next in the order, I think, is going to be Kali. All right. This is dumb. And if it is dumb, okay. But if I run down to the edge of the water with my move, can I use my bow as a very long stick to offer to help pull someone out? Uh, you can. Um, that I'm going to say no, because it, it's like over six feet or over oh. two meters. So your bow is big, but it's not that big. However, again, like you can still very clearly see the writhing like tentacle from where you are. Like you could take a shot if you wanted to, but you know, you wouldn't be helping um, them get to shore. Um, if you wanted to like check and see if you could find a like stick or something, I'd, I'd allow that as well, but it's up to you what you want to do. Kalina's just like, what do you want me to do? She, She's like, the, no, no, Draven uh, uh, and Cahoon. Dear gods, just shoot it. See if we can chase it away. I'll try to get it focused on me. You really want us to think it is more predicament? Ah! And she just shoots. Alright, so you don't have to move, so I... I don't know what your actions look like when you don't have to move. Am I on the bridge? Uh, yeah. Can I get off the bridge and still shoot? Yeah, you're being, it'll still be in the same zone. You'll still be near. Okay, well, even if it's like flavor, I don't want to be on the bridge. I'm going to get closer to them and, All right. and still, and then shoot. Okay. So I don't have to ready. I'm just going to go ahead and shoot. Let's see. So here we go. Roll. Please get some success. I got two, three successes. All right, so that is, Whew. I think. Stop hurting my friends! You have a longbow or a short? I bow? have a longbow. Oh boy! So that's going to be three points of damage to its strength. Oh! So pew, you pew. you shoot this arrow and you you like see it poke through the tentacle and it starts writhing in pain, spewing this like dark Icarus blood all over. Uh, Cahoon and Dreamin, but it is still there. Hey! It is severely wounded, but it's still there. Hey, ugly! <laughs> Over here! It is now Ugly's turn. Uh oh. Bark! <laughs> Trying Bark. to gain its ire so they can get away. Bark! Bark! Ugly did not like being shot with the arrow. It's going to try and hit you. <gasps> yes! No, wait. No, oh. I was trying to pull it away. No. Successes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So this tentacle like reaches out at the edge of the bridge, like on the land that you're standing on, just dripping this like dark blood everywhere and slaps at you, but it hits the ground and just slides back. Can I just down. take a neat sidestep away? Yeah, sure. But it misses you. <laughs> Mom, it smells bad. Why does it say I It's all right, seven I'm coming. Six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, have Jacob, your, I have your token selected. Is this you? <laughs> Am I the DM? Are you the monster? <laughs> I'm the monster. <laughs> Grabs tentacled face. No, no. All right, so uh, now we're going to round two. Um, um, I believe it's Cahoon's turn. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You traded initiative. Well, okay. you, can, you can trade yeah. at the beginning of every turn. Oh. Uh, but I like Cahoon. Going first. Okay. Do you want me to attack or do you want me to leave? Get out of the water. I think we should get out of the water. I think we're at a big disadvantage in the water. Okay. Uh, I will try to move then. All right. What would you want me to roll? Well, I mean, honestly, that's up to you because that's a fair point. Your endurance, and I don't know what your melee is. So, what you think is best is. My melee is plus two. So, that would give me a total of six. This thing is also my prey. So, I would have a total of eight dice. Oh, then that might be worth it just to attack it. Uh, All right. First things first, though. Uh, you started sinking. So, I need you to make another endurance roll to, to hold your breath. No! Oh, 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 no. There's no successes and one bang yeah. on that roll. Uh, so, you start to drown. Uh, you, I don't, you don't push this one. Uh, you start to drown, you take one point of damage to your strength. Basically, you get water and stuff in your mouth. You're starting to drown, but you can still act. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Three successes, oh. one bane on the oh. melee roll. All right. Well, Cahoon, you're you're slowly sinking. You're fighting with the water, but you're 
dagger strikes true. Describe your kill. <gasps> Have you ever seen an angry wet dog? <laughs> <laughs> The ones that just look like they have mange because everything is sticking there. Because mm-hmm. that's not what Cahoon looks like. Cahoon oh. is completely submerged, surrounded by black ichor, mm-hmm. long, thick, dark, dark black fur, all afloat like like mermaid hair. <laughs> nice. And they thrash. You thrash and you just sever this tentacle from whatever unseen body it is attached to. And the writhing, like, mass around you shrinks away. You guys are out of combat. Uh, that hey, just, that's a monster that we killed. That is a monster that we killed. XP. Um, XP. Kali rushes around to the edge of the water, holding out a hand, like, wading in slightly to give him a hand out. So there is a help action. Gross. It does not say what it does. It just tells you how you do it. Uh, you just give it plus one normally, oh, right? Oh, okay. That's what I was assuming, but I don't know where I would find that. But right. uh, We're out of combat. Um, and you made your swim check, right? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to say with your successful swim check and with how like small this body of water is, unless you want to get into it, you can just pull him to shore. I'll do that. Okay. Does the dog thing... <laughs> getting the water out of the lungs. Dreamin' just is there on his hands and knees... Ah. Are you all right? Ah. I got it. Nicole's <laughs> <laughs> just standing there like useless. I don't know what to do. Right. I'll say you guys smell horrible. Oh. My flea. Is anyone still injured? I have one negative to strength and one negative to agility. How descriptive. Uh, I feel like I'm less strong and less flexible. I'm just bad crick in my neck. <laughs> I pulled a muscle and I've got a crick in my spine. Let me take a look at what the healing skill will allow me to do. Rock comes down uh, now that you're on the shore and he's like, Oh, jeepers, how did you get out of that? Oh, God, you guys smell horrible. Luckily, we have the best boy here. You're a pretty good boy. Are you okay? I am afraid of octopus now. <laughs> I just glad you're all right. It's okay. You can't. did I did I see that thing while I was under the water at all? Uh, not really. It was so murky, especially with all the like ichor, ichor bleeding out of it. Mm-hmm. Like it, you couldn't really get a good view, but it was very large. Gross. All right. So here's what it says for the healing skill. A person who has had their strength or agility reduced to zero is broken and cannot act any further. Uh, if you apply your healing skills and your roll succeeds, they get back to their on their feet and immediately recover a number of attribute points equal to the number of success in your roll. But here's the thing. Can I not heal them unless they're broken? I don't know. Um... Because I have decently good healing. Uh, actually, I've got really good healing because of gear and skills yeah. and all that. And I just don't know how that works. Because I feel like that'd be also real easy to cheese. Because, you know, after every combat, we could just try to heal up. And I don't know what the limits would be on it. It seems that it is only when someone's broken that you can um, mm. get them back on their feet. The, I'm looking it up right now. And that's the, that's the consensus around it. Now, remember, you can rest for a quarter day and get everything back. That's fair. Would, if we decided to rest right now, would that be this quarter day or the next quarter day since we had stuff happen in this quarter day? Uh, it'd be this quarter day. I mean, you guys are still pretty early in it. This might be the good time to rest. Where we haven't even started. Try resting in the castle. Yuck. Take two. <laughs> would, would you like to rest, Cahoon? My blanket's wet. We can go dry it by the fire. We'll take, we'll, we'll rest. The water monster's dead now, I think. I hope. Cahoon's just sitting, fur soaking, ears down, tail completely still, and he wipes under his eyes a little bit. Come along, Cahoon. Let's go rest. We'll dry off your blanket. You did a very good job, though, killing that monster. Kali just kind of very hesitantly reaches out and kind of puts her hand on, um, on his head. Cahoon's head <laughs> and gives him a little... Pat, pat, there, there. It's all right. 
Your handprint is black now. And she looks mm. at her hand and says, I don't care. You're I appreciate right. that. Thank you, Mom. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, a little no, 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 stab no. in the a heart. black hand. You know. <laughs> she, got, she got called Mom again. She feels a little stab in the heart. So yeah, I'm thinking we'll go rest at the campsite. <laughs> well, speaking of resting at the campsite, this is a convenient time to talk about XP. <gasps> hey! All right, so now this is only going to count for the previous two episodes, not the whole monster fight. I know. Yeah. That would have got me another two. I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, hey, we forgot to... He risked his life. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, mark it down for the next one. Yeah, for the uh, next XP one. Session. Don't worry. I considered that before I did. Yeah. <laughs> We forgot to do this at the top of the episode, so since you're resting, which is, you know, relevant for when you can use XP anyway, Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and get it done. So, let's go through the checklist. Everyone ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. Did you participate in the game session? Did you get one XP just for being there? Yes. Yes. Mark an XP. Did you travel through at least one hex? Uh, Yes, you all did. Did you discover a new adventure site? Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm playing Far Cry. Yes. Because we we found the hole, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you found the hole and uh, Weatherstone. So do we get two yeah. for that, or is that just one? Just one. Just one. Aww. Just one. Did you defeat one or more monsters? I don't think you did, because you haven't fought anything till today. No. 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 Did you find a treasure? No, you did not. No. no. Did you build a function in your stronghold? Nope. Nope. No. Did you activate your pride? I believe Cahoon did. The softest pause yes. for the um, yeah. sneaking. Yeah. That's four for you. Uh, did you suffer from your dark secret? I don't think anyone did. Oh, no, that was last session. That was last yeah. session. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I threw up. Yep. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you risk your life for another PC? We haven't had any combat, so not, not Yeah, not, not counting the last one. Yeah, that will come up next time. Um, did you perform an extraordinary action of some kind? Anyone uh, got an argument for any extraordinary actions? We, I think Lee wanted to do something about the ogre. It was the was ogre that, episode... Was that first session or second session? Uh, that was first session. Did that one, yeah. yeah. So I think that's it. So you guys got three, and then Kahuna yeah, I got think four. Okay, what I think the ogre. Yeah, no, I've got it noted on episode two. We I definitely... traveled through the okay. mountains. Uh, and your second session was when you met Rock. Um, oh, and that's then your right. first session at Weatherstone where you were so, like, yeah, no, it was a lot of role there. play and yeah. talking. I would argue that getting Rock was an extraordinary action. <laughs> I don't think there was a role associated with it though. Not really. I think we just. I thought that I manipulated him. I don't think you did. I think he just wanted wanted friends. Oh Oh. no, he's lonely. Uh oh! I convinced him not to be a drunkard. Well, he also has no access to alcohol right now, so there's no proof of that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's true. So I have eight experience. Woo! Nice. So you're going to spend your quarter day resting, so you can spend your XP. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I think some of you can go to rank two and a talent now. Oh, yeah. Because that's six XP, so if you banked it up from last time, you should be able to do it. Some that's of, why I banked. Some of them sure can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so it doesn't sound like you're going to do anything. Actually, I might. I'm just debating between parrying and dodging because I don't have any weapons that are for parrying, so I would get like a minus two. But dodging's not as good. Okay, so that takes six away. I still have two. How many experience do I need to get another? I um, believe it is three. Uh, the rank multiplied by three, so yeah, three for rank one. Okay. Uh, and whenever you get a new talent, you have to make a wits roll. All right, cool. Well then, whenever I get my next one, I'm going to pick up knife fight. Knife fighting for right now. <laughs> I want... Uh, so what'd you go with? Fast footwork two. Uh, what is uh, the second ranking that gets you? I get a plus one bonus whenever I dodge. Oh. Which is going to make me even harder to hit. Wow. However, that did jack shit for me earlier. Yeah, well, surprise round. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to be hentied all over. Yeah, yeah. No Luckily, ex- I'm going to be editing this episode, so no one's going to hear me say that. <laughs> no one expects the hentai inquisition. Oh my god. I'm oh, stuck. No. I can't. I had... I'm either going to get rank two in Path of the Arrow, which means I can use a willpower point to attack again, even if I've used up all my actions, Ooh. which is really awesome, but they're both really awesome. The other one is fast shooter, 
and that means I can run and shoot at the same time. So, can you only attack once in a round still? It's only, it literally just says you can shoot with a ranged weapon and run at the same time. That's all it says. I think that would, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that mean technically I could, if I'm using my run? Uh, What about readying? I I don't have to ready because of fast shooter. Oh, oh. The yeah. rank one of fast shooter says you no longer have to ready. Rank okay. two says you can shoot while running. So yeah. I can't figure out what that means, DM. I think that just means you could, uh, I don't know. Was this called fast shooter? Yes. Because it's in a way really similar to the other one, which is why I'm asking. Yeah, it's just one you have to spend a willpower point on. Yeah, and I want to know if this is the same thing that I don't have to spend a willpower point. I have decided mine. I think I'm going with Defender, which will allow me to parry. If I can find a weapon that has parry on it, that'll be nice. Interesting. DM, All right. If you'd like to, you know, give us anything. <laughs> well, if you're going to take rank one in a new talent, you'll need to make a wits roll. Just straight wits? Yep. Let me know when you have your word on my, oh, my talent made... issue. Oh. All right. So you make it, so you're able to learn the talent. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This mine comes down to a... DM question. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. On page 61 of the player's handbook, you will note that it says you can't use two separate ranks of a talent at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which is important. Some of them do let you because they, like, stack. If the first one lets you not have to ready, you have to use that one versus shooting on the run. So you'd basically be able to ready and then move and shoot, I think. Fast shooter? Yes. Yeah, which... I'm guess I'm asking metagamey. I'm not good at metagaming. Which one seems better? I'm stuck. I'm sorry, y'all. I feel like Path of the Arrow makes more sense. Uh, it also could be like, which one are you working towards for rank three that you like better? Well, this is keep uh, keep this in mind that rank one and rank two kind of don't happen at the same time. If you're standing in one spot, you don't need to ready and you get to shoot. But if you need to shoot and move at the same time, you can ready, and then for the second turn, you can shoot while running. Because you do it at the same time, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, That could be useful if someone gets in your face and you need to shoot them while you run from them. That is true. I don't know what the other option was. The other option was, if I've used up all my actions during the round, I can use a willpower point to attack again. Oh. That's Do you have anything that you can spend willpower on right now already? The only one I have currently is rank one in Path of the Arrow where I can spend the willpower point to find a weakness. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's a tough choice, but both are pretty good. Okay. See, rank three gets me up to using willpower points to increase damage in Path of the Arrow, and rank three in Fast Shooter means I can shoot twice in a round. I, whatever one floats your boat. Yeah, both are good. So if I chose the one where it's have to, where I have to shoot and run, it doesn't mean I can attack twice. No. Okay. This castle's going to be full of an, like exactly zero parry weapons. It is now. <laughs> Let me go mark all those off. <laughs> There's 15 golden swords, but none of them are going to parry with. No. This says right here, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, in the parry column, there's just a middle finger emoji. I'm used to it. <laughs> I wonder if Rock should level up. Uh, I think it would be fun. Do NPCs get to level up is the I question. I think it's just DM discretion. Oh, then I uh-huh. think you should discress in our favor. <sighs> I, get, I guess I'm just stuck on if I should go for shooting more or using willpower to get more damage. I, it's, it's just whatever. They're both good. Just flip a coin. Yeah, I should do that. I got Penny right here. Heads is arrow, tails is fast shooter. I like them both pretty much equally. Heads arrow. Cool beans. Spending willpower. I've got a lot of willpower I've not used, so. All right, well, now that we've all leveled up. Uh, Let's I... go die so that we can spend <laughs> even more time making new characters. Yeah. I didn't get to level up. <clears throat> uh, it's okay, Rolk. Not everybody gets to. Oh, man. It'll happen eventually. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move to the daytime quarter day so it is still light out. 
Um, what do you guys want to do? You've rested. You've gotten your new talents. What do? I'd like to go inside. Uh, so I made this thing my prey. Do I know where it went? Uh, let's, I mean, for the, for the purposes of that, you can say it's been killed. It is not technically dead. Peek behind the curtain. There is only a stat block for that thing's tentacle. There is no stat block for the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't know that. Yeah. All so. right. So. How weird that a single creature is just a tentacle. It's pretty big, I guess. So, uh, I guess that means if I tried to track it, I would smell that the blood is stale and it's not still bleeding. So I would yeah. think it's not there anymore. So I would assume that it's safe to cross the bridge. Yeah, you get that. You get that impression. Okay. Uh, when you come back out after get resting, the water is like eerily still with that film on top, ex- ex- except for the places where it was broken where you guys fell in, and it's just like dead still, and it's like a crust on top of the water. You do you happen to smell or see if another one is around? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not exactly the best with my wits. I could scout. <laughs> well, there's always <laughs> one way to find out, and Dreamin will cross the bridge. You walk across, and you get to the other side. <gasps> We're good. At least I am. Ha. Okay, cool. Fifty um, tentacles come out of the water. We you. rush behind him. I'm still going to stealth. You don't have to roll stealth. You only roll stealth whenever it's important, because pushing and stuff. Oh, what a good roll. All right, well, I'll, I'll count the roll. You are very quiet, the softest pause, but, like, there's no need to roll for stealth. I know. But Cahoon would have tried to be quiet. Okay. And just like rolling is associated with taking damage, so you don't got to roll unless I ask for it. Okay. <laughs> it's it's Pathfinder brain. Leave me alone. Oh, I know. I, I'm the same way. It's like, oh, no room, perception check. But it's like. Yeah. yeah. I'm so stuck on the Pathfinder anyway, brain. Going in. Light yes. the torch. In the room. Thing. Okay. All right. Bow at the ready. And I would have healed my strength in a yee-bee-doo-bee. Right. Yes, we rested. You rested so your ability stuff comes back. Thank you. Who has torches? I do not. I have torch. Okay, cool. Well, I either have torches or torch. We'll find out. All right, so... I will light... Is it dark in there? It's not completely dark because it is daytime and there's light. Ah, I don't need a torch. Yeah, you don't. I'm not gonna say you need a torch until it starts getting like later on, because this is also a very dilapidated building, and there's plenty of like holes cracks in the roof. and holes where you have enough like light inside. So you cross the drawbridge. The main gate on the other side is like completely rotted through and has like fallen into the moat. Different pieces of it, and you go into this like uh, past the wall, and the first place that you see when you come in, or the first thing you see when you come through the other side, is like a court courtyard like past the little, you know, gate building. And a lot of the buildings are dilapidated and the doors have kind of crumbled in. The one, like, entrance that you can see to a building that's still standing is this blockhouse-looking thing. I'm going to ping it on our foundry. It is uh, kind of directly to the right of the gate once you come in. It's, like, part of the wall of this lower part of the castle, it's some sort of bigger, like, blockhousey, barracksy building. You don't really know from the outside. And there's a door to it. The other buildings, again, in the courtyard are, like, a combination of broken down. And there's, like, trees and grass and stuff just, like, growing through them. So you can go in uh, if you want, but, like, there's not a lot there. I suppose we should check out this blockhouse. What is it? It's a block. So when you say blockhouse, blockhouse, or is it like a thing called a blockhouse? It's called something else, but I'm going to call it a blockhouse because okay. Monkey Brain says that is what it is. It's a block house. <laughs> well, oh, I'll mossy, go in, mossy. shall we? Guys, I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so do you guys want to go in it or do you want to check around the, the rest of the courtyard? What do you I want to go in. And I'm going in. Yes. Uh, yeah, the courtyard doesn't seem... It seems boring. Very interesting. I, I'll follow behind Cahoon, checking for traps. Okay. I think I have like a plus 10 to it, so... Uh, yeah, it is. No, and I don't see a d20 on uh, here. Uh, shut up, Pathfinder My brain. being at the back is also <laughs> a flavory keeping a watch on our six, you know, like, type thing. All right. Do we just go in and... 
spec the room like a, <laughs> he's like go in turn all sides clear Pulling guns agents the show is mossy clear on to the next room FBI open just up walk in stand in there walk out done yeah I just walk in and do my bow in a you know a 360 so clear <laughs> we're all quiet things like there's not a lot of treasure here <laughs> it's it's okay <laughs> Kahoot goes in first Knife drawn, ready to pounce. Behind him is uh, Dreamin, wiggling fingers right over Cahoon, ready to heal for the inevitable attack. And then Kali behind him. Bow swiveling. Like a FPS character. Yes. You're doing that, except except she's like crouched. (laughs) Rock's got the hilt of his sword at his gut, like backing up. (laughs) We're a little bit jumpy after that last encounter. I need to fail some rolls so I can get some willpower. <laughs> but uh, is yeah. is there a a forbidden lands equivalent of like searching a room? You just say it. Yeah, we just. Oh, we search the room. When you go in, uh, you reach a gloomy hall, once a place for sumptuous feasts. Now it is home to only death and decay. The remains of rotting flesh and moldy tapestries spread an odor thick enough to make any living visitor gag. In old wooden chairs and on the stone floor are the remains of what once must have been the king's Alderlander soldiers. It is as if they have fallen, fallen during a final supper. So you go in and you see all these, um, these basically skeletal figures just slumped over on this table. Like, it looks almost like they just, like, died and started Buck. rotting in this, at, 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 like, a feast or something. This king was supposed to be crazy, right? I do, at least a conquering king, right? I imagine he was insane. I wonder if he poisoned these poor saps. Well, definitely don't drink from the cups. You mean this cup? <laughs> Draining! <laughs> I don't think that wine has aged well, Dad. <laughs> You pick up the cup, um, and you happen to notice that it is a silver, like, jug. Ooh. Oh. Like, or rather, this cup is made of silver, and there are other silver cups and jugs there. Um, we'll be taking those with us. Well, hold on. I agree. But I'm worried. How close are these? What did you roll for? Uh, you find about five of them. Oh. Okay. Oh. oh, I touched, I literally picked one up, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, never mind. I was worried that touching this would activate, like, undead monstrosities or something like that. But I guess it's fine. He'll shove it in his bag. How much does uh, random silver stuff weigh? I don't know, but I don't want to worry about it right now. So. <gasps> nice. Um, yeah. You also, like, see on the table. Oh, wait. Uh, so, yeah, you can treat it as five, um, like, different pieces of drinkware. But they're worth a D6 silver each. I guess we'd roll that when we sold them? Yeah, do you want to go ahead and roll it now and just turn it into silver coins? Uh, That'd be great. Are we allowed to do that? Well, hold on. Yeah. Uh, drinkware? I guess there's no, like, uh, because I'm wondering how heavy they are. Um, well, because- we can just turn it into coins because they're basically the equivalent of if you carried that much silver coins. Oh, and coins. Yeah, because coins are weight. Yeah. Then yeah, we could. So it's five d six. Yeah, I'll go ahead and roll it. All right. Oh, fifteen silver coins. Oh yes. Uh, oh, five each. Oh, Rulk. <laughs> I'd like a jug. Cold hey. hard coin. You can you can have a jug, Rulk. It's we're only being fair. So that's three three three, and then what? Two? No, fifteen divided by four. It's twelve. Four. So it's four four four. Three. Okay. Sorry, Rogue. You've not been here as long. That's okay. This is still like a pretty decent amount of money. I only have D6 copper. So we got four copper? Four silver. Oh, silver, yes. Okay, cool. Which means I'm. I've got six now. Downright rich. <laughs> I'm gonna buy another piglet. That's we each a, got four that, silver. That was delicious pig. Yeah, man, I am rich. And like. It is kind of eerie being in here. Uh, during the daytime, you can see where the sunlight is coming through, the cracks and uh, windows and stuff like that. It is just like filled with dust from sitting here for so long. 
Um, I'm curious if, like, we know that we know who owns this castle, what the legends say. I'm curious if the cups or plateware or whatever, are there any decaying tapestries we could look at? You said this was a banquet hall, so it was probably ornate in its time. Are there anything identifying we can look at? Yeah, uh, there are these, like, moldy old tapestries, um, and you can tell that this, uh, the, these uh, soldiers were Alderlanders, which, again... Alderland is the human like kingdom on the other side of the like impassable mountains from Ravenland. So it's not in Ravenland, it's away a ways away. In times past, like there were excursions by them to try and capture part of Ravenland, and this seems to be some in some way a remnant of that. Okay. So this is basically, just to reiterate, an old feast hall. More or less. And the soldiers are dead at the table? Mm-hmm. And like not only dead, like they're basically mostly skeletal, and there's like bits of flesh still on the skeletons. How many bodies are there? Uh, there are about twenty-two. And uh, is there any? Were they carrying weapons? I mean, yeah, they do have weapons, but they're like old and decrepit. Okay. Should we pile them away anyway, just because we're paranoid? I don't know if we should touch them if we weren't going to inspect them. Hold them them with a glove and chuck them into the water. Okay, here's another question. So this is a feast hall. And (laughs) Uh I, you know, it's, is, are we talking like Viking style feast hall, long, narrow? Like a mead hall. Uh, Like a mead hall. Is there, at the end of the table, is there like another throne where the king would sit and eat? Or did the king not eat in this feast hall? This is more, I'll tell you what the room is called. It's called the House of Knights. Mm -hmm. So it's more just like a feast hall for the people who staff this castle. So it's a cafeteria, basically, equivalent. I mean, yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's just, it's not like where the king would come dine necessarily, but like, it is a feasting hall. Like, you can see if you were to go through other parts of the building, this is the main big room in here. There are also, like, some guest quarters that you can identify. There is, like, a kitchen and other quarters as well. But nothing king-related would be in here. It's mostly for the workers. Uh, so if you want to keep digging around the building, there is yes. like a dilapidated, uh, you'll find like an audience hall. So there might be some sort of throne-like thing there, but that's like for the king receiving people, I would think. Um. So do we want to leave the bodies or would we like to pile them up? Because I could see the merits of each. I vote we take the weapons, throw them in the water. So why would we... Why? Then if they actually come to life or unlife, they can't attack as well. Oh. That's a fair point. Wouldn't we just want to nip that in the bud? Or we could chuck the bodies. I'm going to get up into the face of one of them and I'm going to sniff very gently. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask it why it's sitting like that. For those in the audience, Derek is looking at me, mouth agape, head cocked as though he were a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, gonna... nothing happens. Dreamin will walk up to the skeleton next to that one and just rip off its head. <gasps> okay. Oh. Nothing happens. Okay. There's one way to disarm them. He will just go to each one and pop off its head. Okay. Can't we chuck the bones into the water? I don't know if that'd be good for the water. I mean, not that we care, I suppose. The water is already gross. I am worried they'll reassemble. I'm trying to think of the future. Could you imagine if we lived here? (laughs) Maybe I'm being a bit too hasty, though. This looks like a fixer-upper to me. I mean, it is. Location, location, location. I mean, we could leave them there and then later give them proper burials. Treat it as an investment. A long-term investment. A long-term. Yeah. You know how much this land will be worth in 20 years? (laughs) Property values are soaring now that the breakfast is gone. <laughs> um, we don't have to. If we want to throw them in the water, we can do that. Or just I mean, we could just somewhere bury or, them properly I mean, later. Yeah, I feel like if because we're also after we're trying to catch up with. Yeah, yeah. speaking yeah. of which, was there any uh, disturbance in the dust, like footprints, handprints, anything that would in- indicate that in in indicate that in indicate that people were there. Uh, any evidence of maybe a person named Eskar? 
Sure. So you start looking, you know, to see if you can find any sort of disturbances. And from what you can tell, it looks like someone maybe has come through here. Like there are some like tracks in the dusty floor. They didn't seem to stop for any of this. Or if they stopped for things, maybe that this didn't interest them. They're they're after bigger game. Then let's keep going. Well, I would like to look at that audience hall. Okay. As you're going through, like there's the the main like pathway through here takes you up towards like the top of the tower or not the tower. This is like built into one of the walls of the castle. And so you would like see the feast hall and then there's like a kind of big hallway that goes and leads up in a like like zigzag staircase to uh, the top. I will ping it on the map for you. And that basically opens up to a like drawbridge. Um, but you don't want to go that way, you said. Um, so uh, just for visual point, here's the like living quarters and barracks. Mm-hmm. The audience hall and the feast um, hall would be on the bottom floor. And so you go there. What are you looking for? Anything that would look like the king used it. Like, is there a throne there? Like an audience hall where they would meet? Like a, It's like, um, like a ceremonial throne room, but like dressed down a little bit. Ah, so nothing important. Like, the chair probably was nice, but it's made of wood and it's kind of fallen apart. I was looking specific. I was more, I wanted to look at the area where the chair was, like, beside it, you know, scepter. Yeah, that uh, scepter. Any kind of kingly weapon. No, you don't see the scepter. All right. Footprints in the dust? It doesn't look like uh, Eskar's group went through here. Okay. And I suppose we'll check out the barracks as well while we're here. Yes, check the barracks. So there's a lot of like barracks with like windows and stuff that in, and uh, it's in stable enough condition that you know you could probably if you didn't want to go back across the moat could stay in like either in the barracks or in the feast hall. Uh, and another thing that would point towards um Eskar's group it looks like so there's a there's lots of fireplaces and uh, old buildings like this. Mm-hmm. In the feast hall it looks like some small fire was made. There's no light that you guys saw, but they probably made camp here at one point in time. Is it completely cold? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess we could follow them if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. Let's follow any evidence that we see that they've been here. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So where do you guys want to go? Doesn't Uh, look like the, you know, barracks or the audience room goes anywhere. Do we want to go level by level? Are we going to go left to, like, right to left, left to right? Can we try to track them? To be able to activate your specific ability, I think you have to see them, right? Unless I was able to find something that would have their smell. All right, well, you haven't been able to or, find anything so far. Once again, now that we're closer to them and there's like a lot of dust and whatnot, is is there a check we could do to try and follow them? Uh, no, there's no check. You're just able to tell that they went up and uh, out to the drawbridge. So they went right as opposed to up. Well, that's the thing. Are you trying to go up? That this way. Sorry, it's bad radio. Are you trying to go up instead of to the drawbridge? So here's what I'm thinking. If we're looking for, wasn't there like a? Just I don't know why I'm saying that. It's dreaming. Was there not like a <laughs> magical sword or a mag- and or a magical scepter? Like there's a beast here somewhere, according to rumors. There's a magic sword, like a, a rust sword or something, that could supposedly kill said beast. Um, but also, I remember correctly, there would have been some kind of special scepter or something. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is that if there's some important item, it might be around where the king was. And if I were obnoxious king man, I would uh, be up as high as possible. That drawbridge takes us to the side and a little up. But it seems from the outside, there was some kind of walkway connecting this blockhouse to the top of the castle. Maybe we should take that path. Uh, so you try to go and like it's just barracks and servants quarters that way and storage rooms there's no path to go directly up the hill so that is not a path no that's a wall oh I thought it was a path too Uh, I thought it was like the roof of a walkway or then I suppose we go to the drawbridge area my bad I've never explored a castle before is the drawbridge sturdy enough for us to walk across is it made of wood that's rotted away like the other one? Well, why don't we get there? I'm going to advance us a few turns since you explored some rooms. Let's go there. So you walk out where the drawbridge is. It's as if the axe of a giant has cleft both the stronghold and the rock below in two. 
and left a deep, stinking wound. A single chain spans the darkness of the ravine, and it is obvious there used to be a bridge here. The opposite wall has a yawning portal into the eastern half of the stronghold. Do I think that this chain would be able to hold people if we were to, like, scuttle our way across? Uh, you could give it some some test tugs. You probably could do it, but you would, um, to be able to climb across, you'd have to make a move roll. Oh, boy. Oh, could we go back to where we were at the beginning and take our bridge-making materials for the drawbridge in and use those to get across this? Um, I'm going to say it wouldn't work automatically because it's a lot longer. Yeah, it looks longer. Okay. Uh, if you can argue for it, I might allow a crafting check. Is there anything else you're like looking for now that you're at this gap? Uh, any hanging chains for swinging? Can we figure out how the other group got across? Uh, Do we think that the other group got across? We have no idea. Uh, all right, so you just described, would the move check be to jump across? The move check would be to climb across the chain. Oh, there's a chain connecting the two sides. Right. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, there's a lot of description going on here. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm a visual learner. <laughs> I know, this is very different for us, uh, uh, for the listening audience. We are basically just looking at an image of uh, Weatherstone, and, um, you know, the book doesn't have any battle maps like you would for D&D or Pathfinder. So there's a lot less visual things going on when you're just looking at a picture of a castle and describing all the rooms in it without actually seeing them, you know? So, yeah, uh, there is a chain going across that you can, um, that you could try to climb over. Um, I don't think you could make a move roll to jump. I think it's too far. Okay, I, I didn't know if the move roll was to jump or to balance cross. Yeah. Um, if we wanted to, I could attempt a crafting check. I do have that skill and decent strength. And can't, uh, I desperately want to say Rokar. Uh, Rolk? <laughs> can't Rolk help? Yes, he does have tools. So, if that's what we're going to agree on, um, I mean, if I fail, we can always just try the chain. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I think I might be able to figure this out. Uh, let's get some wood. Uh, Rolk, if you would help me with this, and uh, you are the two keep watch. We don't know where Escargo and his friends are. <laughs> um, so we'll get some wood. We'll, like, gather. We'll go to the feast hall, get one of the rotting tables, but find some strong parts, bring them back up, and we'll try to... You know those like team building exercises where you try to make a couple of pieces of wood go a lot further than they should? We're trying to do that, but using the chain to add stability so that we still have to balance our way across, but it's wider and would not be as much. And uh, like get some other boards to stabilize them at the fronts. I'm not an engineer. All uh, right. So you're thinking like try to get one long piece and then another one and then just like to stabilize them. it, yeah. And then maybe. Uh, tie some like supports off the chain or something. Yeah. Did any of us have rope? Do we have rope at I all? I do not. Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, I was about to say we could use Rolk to stabilize it, tie rope to him, <laughs> let us cross, and then just pull him. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, Is there like any description about how long this gap is? Uh, it doesn't say. I'm going to guess it's um, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20 feet. Yeah. So what would that okay. be like? six, seven meters. <laughs> Don't ask me. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, if I if you'll allow me to do a crafting check. All right, I'll allow you to do a crafting check, but I'm going to say this is difficult and modified by minus one. However, so this Rolk, counteracted by the roll. Rolk will help, so it's just a the straight roll. You've got um, this. I hope I do. I hope that you have this. Oh, yes. Successes. Oh yeah! All right. How do you want to how do you want to describe this? I did it already, All right. but it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then I'll say uh, you you get like you get the the bug in your head like a I think I think I can do this, um, and you're able to not only put it together but the materials you find in the feast hall in the old audience hall maybe some leftover bed frames yeah you find like everything you need. Maybe you tie some supports with like um, 
twine you find that's some still of the good. curtain bits that are still somehow strong. Maybe yeah. some of the plants and they're growing or vines. Right, you get lucky and you're able to find everything you need. Yeah, yeah, like you said, vines. Like you pull everything together and you make the bridge, and it it works. So we finish it, and Treman says, "Well, I don't know if this is going to work," and he crosses. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say. Uh, because of One the at time, a time, I'm going to advance it to the evening quarter day, so it is now dark. Fair enough. Uh, mm. And you start to cross. And this isn't the kind of thing that would be so simple as to just drag away. It's there. It is mm-hmm. now a bridge. Yeah. I, and I will say, um, you didn't ask, uh, ask explicitly, but now that you've been working around this so much, I'm going to say when you start putting the things together, you have to like look down a lot yeah. to align things you notice something in the bottom of the ravine. At the bottom of the ravine, you can see plainly like the shells of two old wagons. And there are like, let's, let's imagine this being at the end of the, the daytime quarter day, so it's starting to get dark. And you're already like lighting up the torches to finish your work. You see chests with some sort of old symbol on them and it's like gleaming in the little bits of torchlight and moonlight as it's starting to come out. You make your bridge and that's where we're going to end this episode. Uh, uh, Oh God. The dragon impulse. Treasure? 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 Back? Gold? Back! We need to make at least one gold. Yeah. Doubloons? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work at youtube.com slash Music, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Gelfi. Our theme music for this season was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.